Hey there, and welcome to Journey Drinkers Podcast. My name is Mossick Togrick, and thank you for tuning in. Journey Drinkers is a place for like-minded whiskey drinkers to come together and share our passion for the spirit and to develop whiskey stewardship. We will sample our way through the best and worst of whiskeys through blind taste testing to see if we have what it takes to maintain an objective reality based on what's in our glasses. Join me on my journey to find the best pours, stories, and friendships that whiskey can make. This is Journey Drinkers. Kenny motherfucking Mills in a house. Really special guest today. Uh, we have a PGA tour and a caddy and a friend here with Kenny Mills in the house. We got some blind taste testings. We got some uh, Jets pizza yeah, in the baby. house. You can bring that mic down to your face there. Keep this from your Come face. On, team Stroud. We'll be we'll be good to go. We got Chris motherfucking Stroud, Chris motherfucking in, Stroud. in the team house. Stroud, baby. Baby. Keep it a fist from your face if you don't Let's mind. Let's go. And uh, wow. yeah, so Kenny, uh, real quick, went fucking three and, and o. o on his blinds today. That's, right. That's am- amazing. That ain't right. Amazing. I called the last one by exact distillate. Exact expression. distillate expression. Boom. I call, it, I call it cheating or call it talent. I don't know. <laughs> it's a fucking joke. No way. And uh, yeah, I, I've got whiskey dick in the most literal <laughs> way you could you could get it. I accidentally spilled uh, whiskey on my dick, so there's yes, that. you did. Sack and dip. <laughs> we got Jets pizza. How's it the, taste? We're, you the, know, the pizza I'll or the ta- dick? I'll tell you later. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, this is our grandmama's go. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we got uh, we got a pour in front of us, Kenny Mills. We're going to do a blind together uh, in, in the special segment. Though. Is that well, pour or porn? Pour, a little, uh, well, a little I bourbon mean, porn. What do you get when you get a pour of corn? Is it porn? I think it's porn. It's porn. I think it's bourbon porn. <laughs> I think there's worse things to be said than uh, than than a good bourbon porn. I like bourbon porn. <laughs> bourbon bourbon porn is my favorite. Is it pouring or is it pouring or is it porn? I think porn. it. I think it's a geographical question. Mm. I think that's more of is a, that a cultural question? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, in the South we say pour, pour, pouring. So what do they say in Texas? Are you poor? Are we pouring? We're we're poor. Do you like porn? Mm. I, who doesn't like porn? I love porn. There's so much porn. I want a porn. <laughs> Can you give me a pour of that? What 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 kind of porn I do love, you want? I love porn. I got some barely legal rye. I love to pour that porn. <laughs> you like a barely legal legal porn? Can you give me a barely legal porn? <laughs> give me a little two ounce of that porn. Well, careful, it's hot. Ooh, <laughs> that's terrible. It's a little boozy. Nasty. <laughs> All right, let's get All into right, it. Kenny, Kenny Mills. Mills. Kenny, Mills. Right. Kenny motherfucking Mills. So, so we, of course, we didn't start recording this when I guessed the first freaking three right. So now I'm going to guess this wrong. Yeah, you're 0-3 now. I mean, what the heck? nobody even knows that's true. No one, no one knows it's true. You're 3-0, baby. No no one knows it's true. It wasn't your, recorded. Your talent level's too high, Pods. You're a super high West whiskey porn. <laughs> <laughs> he guessed what color panties I was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> he guessed color panties. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. All right, we gave you guys, I'm going to give you a little something-something. Nobody knows on this podcast, my name is Chris Stroud, and I'm gonna. we gave them two bourbons. Could be the same, could be different. We gave them two pours. Or Sorry, sorry, one pour. Could be same, could be different. And we will see how they do. Could be high-end, could be low-end, could be, it could be wine. This could be water. It could be. Jesus wine into water. We don't even know. Could be apple juice. Old Orchard, apple 
We're going to go super straight, high west, let's go. Let's see. 100%. So while uh, while, while we're doing our tasting uh, what can I and do taking notes, give us a little history of you. And and uh, the Journey Drinkers is about the journey that you get to um, in, in whiskey and spirits. I know you're a wine connoisseur. I know you're a wine psalm. You uh, you do have experience with with palatable items. Um, and he plays you, with white balls. Hey oh, <laughs> smacking smack around the balls. <laughs> Southeast Texan here. So yeah, give, Houston. Give me give me a little bit of backstory yeah, on 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 how you became uh, into into palatable things, right? I mean, how you became into wine and uh, how you got here today. Super fun. I'll give you a little quick seventy eight minute story. I'll kind of condense it into about thirty five seconds. Chris Stroud, Southeast Texas, grew up, I, I live in Houston now, PGA Tour member for 16 years, professional golfer for 20 years. Heck yeah. I love people, I love wine, I love golf, I love life. I've been very fortunate to last that long out there. If you can imagine diving into a deep pool of sharks and trying to survive every day, that's what I do. Golf is very difficult, it's very hard in every aspect. Um, you're one swing away from retiring and you're one swing away from being the best in the world. I've been very fortunate to be, do what I do. Um, God gave me a gift. I don't even know what that is yet, but I'm trying to figure that out. (laughs) I'm trying to make myself a name on the tour. These guys are really good. Um, I love what I do. I love food. I love wine. I love people. I love spirits. I love everything there is when it comes to talent and I think I found myself in the middle of this incredible, talented pool of people in the whiskey and bourbon in Lexington, Kentucky. So um, I find myself at this table watching probably maybe a uh, maybe the most talented guy I've ever seen pal- palette-wise in bourbon. Um, and this guy's just uh, Kenny motherfucking Mills right in front of you. Ooh, ooh. So. Um, can't wait to see if he can call this one out. He's three I and zero tonight. I will not call this one out. He told me last time about ten minutes ago that he could not call this one out, and he said, "There's no way I'm going to get this one." And then somehow, two and a half minutes later, he called it on the freaking nose. So, um, I've seen Master Psalms. I've met about five, six of them in my life. I'm good friends with about three of them. I know how good and, and educated their palates are. I think Kenny Mills might be the most underrated bourbon taster of the world. So let's see what we got tonight. So how did you get here? How did you get to the igloo? Um, <clears throat> for those for those of the, the listeners may know a little bit about me, but I live in Lexington, Kentucky, three minutes away from OBC. Um, how how does one of your caliber on the professional PGA tour? I'm really I'm self admitted not really a golf guy. Um, not as much as I'm a whiskey guy, <laughs> but it's beautiful how we we cross paths, right? I mean, so so how did you end up here tonight? Crossing paths is a great way to put it. Um, travel the world playing golf, very blessed. Again, PGA Tour, travel all over the world, mostly the U.S., but I've been all over the world playing all these different events. Um, this week we're in Lexington, Kentucky. We're playing uh, Keen Trace Champion Golf Course. I missed the cut by one. So, yeah, it sucks. I mean, I was playing really well. I just didn't play good enough. Uh, Golf course is pretty easy on our level, so 20 under is going to win the tournament. You need to shoot 5 under a day. I shot 3 under uh, Thursday and 1 over yesterday and missed the cut. 
So guess what I get to do? I get to explore the greatness of Lexington. So I find myself in one of the greatest restaurants I've found so far in Lexington called the OCB or OBC, I think. Old Bourbon County, baby. OBC Kitchen. Shout out to them. Shout out to Bluegrass Properties. I think it's what it's called. Bluegrass Home Group. Home Group. Thank you. They uh, Hospitality Group. They are great. That's the uh, real estate agency that I work for. I wanted to give a shameless plug. Oh. (laughs) Love them. (laughs) They gave every- Bluegrass Bluegrass Hospitality Group. They gave 156 players a $100 gift card to all their properties this week. Wow. And so That's rad. we golfers, no matter how much money we make, we love free 99 food. Baby. 100%. So guess what I did? I showed up the next day. How'd you hear and about OBC? Why not Malone's or Drake's? Or- been to Malone's before last year. Love it. Just a typical solid, great steakhouse. And then I just saw the menu, looked at it on Google Maps and checked it out. And I saw it was kind of trendy, cool bourbon bar. Showed up. Got my team Stroud over here, and then we showed up and just had a ball of a time. We've been there four times in the last five Hey-o. days. We don't want to leave. They're kicking us out. <laughs> um, really fun place. Great, really cool cocktails. And then I met this guy named Clint um, down uh, behind the bar. He loves what golf. What a guy. And meets Team Stroud, and we're hanging out. <clears throat> we're telling uh, him our story. He's like, you got to go meet my man if you like bourbon. You got to go meet my man. <laughs> Shout out to Clint. He's he's a wonderful guy. There's the the whole bar staff, the whole staff at OBC is wonderful. But Clint always had a passion for whiskey. Every time I went in, they 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 do treat me really well in there. Um, probably more than I deserve. But Clint's a Clint's a wonderful guy. Clint Napier. Um, and and he and I've kind of been going back and forth a little bit every time I visit there. And uh, he's uh, he's always had the passion for it. Um, he works very closely with with uh, the master mixologist is Iverson Griffin III. He's basically one of the ones that uh, make the menu there for the for the craft cocktails. So shout out to Iverson too. But uh, um, I'm not surprised that you had a great time, but I'm surprised that you ended up here because Clint get, did, you know, mention mention my name. I guess that's uh, that's uh, that's how you ended up here, huh? You know, I'm very lucky. This, uh, this Team Stroud aura that we bring around us, It's I don't feel like it's much special thing, but we, we show up to places and people – Send to uh, tend to just we kind of we kind of meld. I feel like we just melt into people. We fall into these groups of people that we really like, and we start talking and we ask things and ask questions and ask a local thing. And hey, what's the thing to do this week? And then all of a sudden, he goes, "You see, I, I see that you guys like bourbon. You need to meet my guy." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we get a text message from him. He's like. This is the guy you need to go see. So we're a little bit like, okay, should we do this? And, and this is yesterday. Is this and then who, 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 who what's <laughs> going on here? I mean, is, is this guy got cameras watching us? What we're doing? So, <clears throat> so yesterday we talked about this last night. We go home, we go to sleep, we wake up, we got nothing to do because I miss a cut. I got, I mean, I got two days before I go to the next tournament in Reno, and it's probably a blessing too because it's raining in a motherfucker. It, I tell you what, I'm not, I'm not unhappy that I'm not, I'm missing today. <laughs> like I'm really happy I'm actually in here. So long story short, we meet you and we come to your house. And then the first second I walk in, I see this incredible collection and I would call the dining room kitchen Mm -hmm. and absolutely blown away. And then I'm a wine, I'm a wine collector, wine drinker. And I see this collection. I'm like, wow. And then the next step happens. He goes, why don't you guys come into my studio? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean? Walked down the hallway, 
past a couple of beautiful dogs and cats, and all of a sudden we're this incredible radio show, like Joe Rogan level. <laughs> got signed guitars, you got all this incredible radio instruments, you got televisions everywhere, and you have probably some of the best collections of bourbons I've ever seen in my life. And then next level happens. And then last, I've been here for three hours now, and I just don't want to leave. So <laughs> you may not be able to get rid of me. That's <clears throat> fine. We're, we're, we're here for it, Chris. Uh, thank you guys for coming. Um, and it's, it's wonderful to me to, to, to note that good people meet good people. Uh, the, the, the passion for spirits and, and, and your desire to, to take the next steps and to find your next drink and, and really to share those experiences with people, I think is it really what is what epitomizes journey drinkers to me. Um, and I would describe journey drinkers as, you know, you have two types of drinkers. One that, one that, one that gets there, right? You get that destination, you know, you're <laughs> pounding, you're pounding bush heavies, <laughs> you know, or, or bud heavies or whatever you're drinking just, just to catch that vibe, to catch that feeling, you know, and, and, and having, having that buzz, we get there. We do that. Believe me, don't get me wrong. We, we're here for that. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, we, we take the extra steps to, to really appreciate, know, and understand where the spirit's coming from in, in an intimate way to, to, to where we can have that level of appreciation and understanding on, 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 on what we're tasting uh, versus just, you know, facing a shot and saying, hey, man, that was pretty good. You know, it's Pappy Fifteen. You know, <laughs> what, what, you know, whatever it is. Right. So, um, thank you, really, thank you guys for coming in. Team Stroud is fucking awesome. Um, the, the, you guys have an amazing story. You guys have an amazing uh, presence about yourself. So, thank you all for joining us in the studio. Uh, Thanks for asking. Thank a, you. a little bit of background on what we got going on right now. Uh, Kenny motherfucking Mills is is three and oh Kenny and double blinds, not single blinds, but double blinds. Give me a recap blinds. on that motherfucker. We got a blind taste. Uh, yes, I walk into this piranha pit in here. <laughs> he had he, no Kenny idea. Did not, had no idea what he was walking Masik into. Masik said, "Uh, just p- bring a foldable chair into the <laughs> studio. We were going to record a surprise for you." And I'm like, a "Studio? I don't need a foldable chair and there's a surprise." I'm sitting there thinking like. I don't know what. I don't know what. Do you replace this with like a pool of pudding or something? I'm trying to figure out what's going on, man. So walk in and see these uh, handsome gentlemen and this beautiful lady, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And uh, there we go. There we go. Find out that uh, she's on the PGA Tour, evidently. No. I think no, that was a deflection. That was that was Chris being very modest. That's so, right. Yeah. That's right. But no. Uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> Masik is uh, bragging on me, which he should not be, and uh, so he pours. Turns out I was. I right. disagree. Pours me a block. For I, have, on I you. have five master psalms that are friends of mine, yeah. and there's only 250 or so of those people in the world. I think you compete with all of them, so I'm going to give you a little shout out. Well, I appreciate my man. that. Chris. I think I think it's impressive what you're doing already, and I've only known you for about an hour. Thank you. So now we have a little test. You guys got to taste, and you got to see. So let's just keep testing. I think this podcast is about you right now. Come on, yeah. Kenny. 100%. Mills, let's go. So Kenny is 2-0 uh, and o on the podcast three. so far. 3-0, 3-0, 3-0 for the three podcast. Tonight, 2-0 uh. and o on our podcast that I've recorded so far that, you, that the listeners at home is, have already experienced Kenny Mills' magic. <clears throat> I'm 0-1 in, yeah. in, in our recordings. So I'm 2-0 and o on uh, Daniel Marlowe and I going back and forth uh, as far as proof point. Uh, an age range, so I'm I'm not I'm not getting smoked, but if it is a competition between Kenny Mills and I, I know I'll be fucking smoked. So let's just be it's, honest. With it's that. I will say this in my little knowledge of bourbon, but 
wide range of master psalms, you're dealing with Tiger Woods here. 100%. Kenny, Kenny motherfucking Mills. <laughs> Kenny motherfucking Mills. So, come on. Ooh, He's got so. a fucking movie Thank title you. right for him. <laughs> so all we got to do is get him, get him in front of the fucking pros, and I don't, mm. think, I don't think they can beat him. So I remember looking on your all's faces. And seeing y'all's reaction when I guessed it when he when he was going through that, the motions that blew us away. And, and seeing you know his process and his yeah. ability to to discern and dissect these whiskeys, I I poured him a sample a pocket sample right really four I mean, roses it was a four roses eleven year O B S Q dram pool and at, he, Almost nailed it to the almost nailed it to the recipe. I got the age and the proof just to get the recipe. Freaking, he went O B O E S O and it was O B S. That's ridiculous. Recipe's way wrong. That's insane. But the proof and the age are right. And for the for the four roses nerds is the KW fifty dash one C. It was first tier. It was an insane guess. And he just humbly sits over here and goes, "Yeah, I'm just." Yeah, I just no. He I said, "You know what he said? He said I got it wrong because <laughs> it wasn't the it wasn't the right, it wasn't the right Fuck recipe, you. man. <laughs> I love it. F you. I love it. I love it. But all right, and your second blind. Second blind. Um, the fourteen year hundred and fifty proof rye rye whiskey that uh, we'll was, be remaining us. I so, guess thirteen to fourteen years old, hundred forty five proof. So correct, pretty close. And I guess rye that was not bad. Correct. And then your third blind, third blind. I on the nose, I'm like, I'm, there's no way, there's no way I can tell what it is. And I got a little deeper into it, a little deeper. Took my first sip, revisited. You and put I'm all like, six in on the last one, didn't you? And I put a smile. <laughs> I said I'm not gonna get it right. Chris saw me smile, and Chris was like, Oh, this dude knows. And I smiled, and I'm like, Man, bitch, I knew you was gonna get it. And I said, Is this the red breast twelve? He cast? fucking got it. And boom. I fucking stood up. I was like, uh, I put my shirt, threw my hat off. This is uh, a joke. This guy's next level. So red uh, very impressed. cast strength, 12 uh, year at 115 proof. Holy yeah. fucking shit. That's an amazing It was ab- absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Insane. Insane. Three, three, and th- three, for, uh, three fucking perfect. It's perfect. Dude. Yeah. Well, um, I had that one before, really. man. I mean, it's been it's a still month, a fucking months, double blind. It's still, it's still a double blind. <clears throat> so the one you gave me tonight, though, so Chris, we actually left the room and they Team poured Stroud us. Team Stroud gave Team two Stroud, pours. I'm sorry. One to each, and of I've you not guys. had this one. I can tell you that. And I want to hear. I've not had this. Okay, now that's not. You guys have already drank it. Oh, I drank mine. We but, gave our notes as you I were giving us a. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. So, all right. All right. I'm gonna start Who's it first? out. Okay. I, I'm gonna be wrong. While you're at least while I'm gonna be you, first. While you're at doing that, I'm gonna go ahead and pour this whiskey that nobody can talk about. I'm just gonna have a little bit of sip while you guys. talk. Of course, of course. Well, nobody knows what this one is, but <laughs> that's right. You'll never know unless you're here on this podcast. All right, Kenny Mills versus Monster Talk round one. Oh my gosh! So the nose for me was palatable, spicy, flat, earthy, caramel, rich, tart citrus. The palate was rich, simple syrup, spicy, tart, floral, grassy green. Very impressive. And the finish was medium-bodied, youthful, and a little green. So I'm really sensitive, hypersensitive to bitterness at the at the finish in, in any regard, but on the finish especially. So for me, that's a dead giveaway that this is more youthful whiskey. Mm. Between four and six years, I'm going to say it's a 115 proof, and I'm thinking it's a 21% rye mash bill from New Riff Distillery. Okay. You'll have to pull out I the need, bottle. I need to show you the bottle. Hang on, are, not yet. Hang on. Uh, not are, yet. are ours different? Oh, yeah, they're very different. Then you can show they're them. Yeah. Different. You, okay. you can reveal okay. them. Okay. Yeah, reveal yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually, we actually should not show them, but now we already kind of gave the yeah. riff because as I wanted to ours see are different. how I wanted Definitely him to go. Definitely not a new riff. Well, there's no way we're different. But I guess you guys are so pro, it doesn't matter. So. 
Oh my god! Yeah. No way! That was a we right. went super cheap, super classy. Pulled out a Wild Bring Turkey 101. <laughs> so this this is really funny because this Wild Turkey 101 is one of the most probably the cheapest whiskey you got in here. Well, there's no, a little story, no, not, not really, not. because this uh, this is particular this particular handle of Wild Turkey 101 has an LLGG. Laser code. Laser code, which would indicate that there's an uh, some older L L G I. Yeah, L L G I. So that would indicate, and that's right there on the laser. For code bourbon people, they know that, but I don't know what that means. So, so explain that to us. So really, so this has uh, um, when they were producing wild turkey 101 at this the is time, not the normal wild turkey that we see. It is. It, it is, really is. Except. Okay. Except this run, these runs. Were better of wild than normal. turkey were better than normal Got because it. it had an influx of maturated, uh, I think it was like a 10 or 12 year product from in it, all from the serial yeah. number. Yeah, yep. yeah, man, yeah, it's what they do, baby. So, they uh, yeah. this was this was it was a remarkable run, and it doesn't surprise me that I think of it as a new riff single barrel, this being a batched product. So, how close were you, like in our in our level? Like, we're what beginners, so explain that to us. I thought it was going to be a new riff product. I thought it was going to be a new riff single barrel between one fifteen around one fifteen four to six. How year. close are you in all those numbers? So let's probably say pretty close. Sure, of course, yeah. Have you a, said have green, a so it's pretty young. It's probably pretty young. So this had more of a ten to twelve year product in it than would typically be in it, but so it's a mix. It's it's a yeah, it's a blend. So it's really hard. It's it's harder, yeah. It's harder to uh, to distinguish. Um, so, from my knowledge from of, of learning aspect. these master psalms and listening to them about their your level that you guys know about bourbon, they always say this: the hardest part about wine is there's there's these incredible young people coming in that they're like, screw tradition. I'm going to go do my own thing. I'm going to cre- create my own blends, and they go create their own blends of wine that are yeah. so ridiculous different. So it's like you could have, um, let's say for everybody's sake of knowing wines, uh, silver oak. Everybody knows silver mm-hmm. oak. Let's say silver oak is black fruit. It's um, heavy dirt. It's got a little bit of. Um, it's not high elevation. It's it's on the desert or on the Napa floor. It's it's got um, it's it's solid points. And then all of a sudden. You have somebody that comes in that's young that buys the same fruit from Silver Oak or close to Silver Oak, and then they create this wine, and then they blend it with something. All of a sudden, you have this Silver Oakish wine with something that's completely different, and then all of a sudden, you have this wine that they're saying that's close to Silver Oak, but it has a blend of something crazy. That's the hardest part about wine is because they can blend these things. There's just so many different... That's the hardest part about wine is keeping up to date. It's like software and computers. 100%. So, um, let me ask you something. Before we before we pulled out these samples, let, let me ask. Let, let me him ask, go out of the room. We're gonna give him. A, he needs a second pour. Give him a little bit more. That's it, Chris. That's it. All right. So no chance he can get this one. So let me let me ask you something uh, on this Wild Turkey One Hundred and One. It's a, it's a completely different monster now that I poured a little bit of it. I shook it up a little bit. Was this? Sh- I totally forgot to shake. We didn't okay. shake it. That's okay. It probably it probably hurt. Yeah, no worries. No worries. No, so, we didn't shake it. It kind of screwed up your day. It's not, no, no worries. Like, I mean, like, not terribly. I mean, I got it wrong. I got it wrong. But uh, so. Kenny motherfucking Mills, come on back in. <laughs> Kenny Mills. All right. So when you shake up a bottle that's been sitting on the <clears> shelf <throat> for a while, what happens is. Probably those, a year. 
well, in here it's been it? less than a year because because I, I moved it from from in there to in here, but I didn't really really work it out. But what happens is the natural enzymes and proteins in the whiskey settle to the bottom of the bottle. How about this won't be the last one tonight for you? Hey, that's perfect. That's I fine. love that. This is my favorite thing to do. I want to watch the <laughs> I want to watch the pros. This is fun. Like it's like guys come to watch me play golf, right? Mm-hmm. They come, friends of mine, family, whatever. They come watch us pros play golf. We're inside the ropes. They're not. You guys are inside the ropes. I want to watch you perform. It's like, think about the Coliseum in Rome. We want to watch the athletes perform. So this is not your last. You're going to redeem yourself. I feel good. We're going to shake them up. And then we're going to give you more. So I, I think this is the first of three. Your term, Kenny right. motherfucking Mills. Kenny motherfucking Mills in the house. And here's no chance you can get this one. Correct. I'll give you twenty dollars no, no, if you can get there's this. There's no one. chance. But here's the thing. There you is no chance. You here's can get the this. thing you don't understand. What I got lucky on the first three times, it doesn't happen. That's it's so, so freaking hard. It's it so that. hard. You can't get this one. I'm just saying I won't get this. This one, one literally came out of my satchel. So this one, <laughs> I taste band aid. I get like a medicinal <laughs> band aid. Yeah, I own a I own a safety company. Yeah, I'm being and serious. so I brought band aids and I put them in the in the liquor before I poured them in. And it has a little bit of blood in there. It tastes preparation age. You ever? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. You know from experience, huh? Let me see. On the dumb. <laughs> Hemorrhoids are the worst, aren't they? Man, when he's just hitting well, you from pin, behind, man. it just I mean, pokes him out. A little yeah. extra bumps, man. You know, a little extra traction. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> Is this an R or X ray? I don't even know. Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. It does not matter. Okay. So. All right. I just, I'm a, you gotta be twenty one to drink whiskey. You get uh, let's just keep it twenty one. Right. Yeah. Um we're not X, but we're R. I've never had this, um, so I can't guess it exactly. I agree. Um came straight out of my rectum. I am <laughs> Well maybe I did have it once in the past then. Get him the Um Look at you, butt muncher. I do like the color taste. Um I love it. I do a little get, bit of fluid, a little tastes, bit of oil. It tastes finished to me because I get like... My ass is really finished. I, <laughs> I keep it clean. I get a little sweet, but I get a good feel like a Band-Aid-y kind of finished on something. <laughs> no so, hairs. So uh, Brazilian waxed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she did a good job last time. I do a little laser every so, once in a while too. Um, initial top thought was like a Russell's pick until that really, that Band-Aid finished taste hit through. So Is that not, Russell Crowe or what? No, Russell's, Russell's pick, Reserve. Russell's Reserve up there. I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. Oh, okay, I got you, got you. He's so deep in it. He's, he's just uh, super he's in. So I'm going to have to say, I think this is some one-off uh, distillery that is that is using MGP. I think this is an MGP. Um, could be totally wrong, but I'm going to guess it is a seven to, seven to nine... Six to eight year old, hundred and ten proof MGP that's been finished. That's your final answer. Yeah, because it's just it. It tastes a little too sweet to be traditional mm. regular. It tastes a little medicinal cherry, a little band aid, a little kind of weird stuff. So I'm gonna go with uh, some kind of an MGP finish. It's a Bud Light. Oh, is it the new riff? <laughs> oh, it is the new riff. See, I got it way wrong. No, it's right there. Oh, okay. That's it. That little What's bottle. That one? 1792 foolproof. Wow. Wow. Whatever that is. Wow. So I was, at, foolproof. I was 110 proof. This is 125. 125. Off on proof point. So but, what the but, hell but, are these bottles? But look at this. Hang on. Everybody. Look at this. Pause for the cause. 
Okay, pause for the cause. But there was nothing left on that. So how long has that been open and sitting there? And I got the last of it. It was a half a sample when okay. I when I finished. finished we we it was about a half a bottle. We poured okay. you the rest. Half and I just want to throw you a curveball because mm. I did not want you to get this right because I wanted to. I told you I wouldn't. This is um. I didn't know I, how could anybody pull that. So let me give you the listeners out there. There is a beautiful table here, round table. And there is five of us sitting this table. And there is a lazy Susan in the middle. There's about forty glasses in the on the table, and there's about ten bottles of bourbon. And then there's about three, fifteen little bottles that are about the size of a Tylenol PM that you'd give your kid. <laughs> two ounce sample, Boston two, two, rounds. two to four yeah. ounce samples, right? And they're all little little bottles, and they're all labeled. And it's right in front of Kenny Mills, Kenny Mills, Mills. So we actually pulled the fucking middle of this. It looks like medicine, like you'd give in the nineteen twenties. <laughs> To kill somebody if they were dying. And they're just like, hey, I want you to feel good while you're dying. Yeah. And I gave him one of these vials, and we just poured him the last half of the bottle. And he, I think he actually nailed no, it. No, 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 no. I did not at all. Were you off it? Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's 125 proof. That's 125 proof. I was guessing 110. Uh, age-wise, I was probably pretty close, though. Uh, what, what is the what is the age? They don't know. Um, most of those are... Eight to nine years. Yeah, so I guess seven to, seven to nine. Okay, we're going to go to a little break? Nope. Is that what we're heading no. to? Or is this just you, a little guitar? Yeah, baby. So good. Yeah. I'm losing my mind, Damn. baby. The worst things happen out That's you. I'm quitting right Bring now. Bring me my medicine. <laughs> that is so good. I'm that's no, no, no. That's Tab Benoit. That's nah. you. That's a medicine. That's I've medicine, heard, baby. I've heard you. <laughs> that's <laughs> medicine, baby. That's medicine. Yeah. How much fun is fun? <laughs> fun Come on, team Stroud. Fun is the funnest. Boom. All right, Kenny motherfucking Mills. um, I promise you this, though, uh, for any of the listeners that have 1792, this is completely off profile. This is not. Paz did a off profile. This is a completely off profile. You know, Joanna Marsh, so a local legend, Joanna Marsh. um, Don't know who that is. It's it's beginners for me. Uh, I don't know. She's a. uh, uh, Explain. She's a local legend in that she works a lot with. Legend. Hmm, That's an interesting way to describe her. I knew you'd have something to say about. She got a little dust on that thing, or what? She's she's uh, <laughs> she's remarkable. She's a remarkable human being. She works with Paws for the Cause. It's a uh, local does. a local shelter, um, yep, animal shelter, do. and she's she's always got a oh, animal shelter. A, a, a home full of uh, home full of animals. Chris Jesson, that's what he does. That's what that's what he does, baby. Down in Mexico, you got over way way more two hundred dollars down there than than what they got and cats in in and uh, in Lexington. So. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, she she works with at, you know as a local five one c three in uh, and and does a lot of charity work with with paws for the cause as well. And that was just so happened you picked out that's so remarkable to me and how life works is that a, a a fellow shelterer would pick out a pick from another shelterer. You know what I mean? It's it's such a funny way of, of going about how we, we selected these uh, samples tonight. But being blinded is the ultimate in in re- removing the valve label 
and and having your palate put to the test. It's it's so funny to me that that you that you can go three and zero, and then on the fourth one you'll like you know you totally 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 miss the mark. I got you, the age, bro. You got the age range, and that is completely off profile for a seventeen ninety two. A hundred, and I agree. And and when I when I had that, you know what I guessed? I thought it was a wilderness <clears throat> trail pick. Yeah, dude, hey, it is. I thought uh, it was a wilderness trail pick. It is. It, I get Band-Aid. I even said that. I get Band-Aid, yeah, medicinal. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, man. All right. So, uh, quick intermission, 60 seconds. You guys You're leave the room. We're going to do it again. All right. Number I did clean two. my glass. Bring me my Since we didn't get a pour of the same oh, stuff. Uh, this is, I can give you some of mine. It's a heavy pour. Should you have a glass? Chris, Chris is a heavy <laughs> it's a pour. a rather heavy, heavy pour. Holy well, I, asked for more, I asked for more last time, so that's why. <laughs> Listen, y'all. No, I mean, I'm here for Chris. it. Not much left. Chris, Chris is from Mexico in Groves, where I'm from. <laughs> and he has, no, he has no education yet, but he does now because of us. It's all good. <laughs> This it's is only his a, normal pour. It's only a three-ounce pour. Of really high-end In a shit. tulip glass. Holy fucking shit. It's beautiful. Hey, will you actually would do me a favor? Yeah, go ahead. Um, pour me a little bit. It's in that igloo glass. I want to hear. That's good. That's good. I want to hear and give her a little bit, even though she probably didn't need any more. Nothing against her. She's This girl's badass, more badass than I am. Wonderful, wonderful person. All right. I get cherry. All right. So... So Chris Chesson, Groves, Texas native, 
Lives in Puerto Vallarta. Fucking am- amazing person you are. You know that, right? You're Chris, fucking nah, really wild nah, cat. Chris, nah. give him a 30-second view of who you are. Where, and- where did you come from? Mm. Why Why are you into palatable items? What is What is your journey drinker's story? Give me, give me the lowdown on you. I end up here. As uh, you wear the Houston Astros logo hat. I mean, I'm a fan. I'm let's a baseball go. player. Uh, let's hear it. Come I've on, been Chris. living in Mexico for about six years. I'm a film producer. Um, last film, uh, documentary made Sounds about so the cool guy who, um, his name's George Young. If you ever seen the movie Blow, Holy and if you love that shit. movie, come on, Blow. Uh, when he got out of jail, I I have his life right. So, <clears throat> I uh, I've known Stroud for my entire life. We we lived two houses down from each other before either one of us ever played golf, um, and I was lucky enough to continue that friendship. And uh, we ran into each other in Mexico when he was playing uh, the tournament there. And he had another friend cat in for him. And I said, hey, you ever need a caddy? Let me know. End up in Toronto. And now I'm about four weeks deep in this caddy life. <laughs> and it's Sucks. amazing. These guys, yeah. The, Bunch I mean, of fucking idiots and invalids <laughs> and fucking crazy motherfuckers and drunks and alcoholics. And it's, it's such a nice so group sick. of guys is how I would phrase it. But, yeah, you're probably <laughs> spot on. <laughs> We're it, sick. <laughs> we got problems. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's it's crazy fun. Um, having a blast out here. Uh, normal job is in that uh, this production world, which I find amazing and fun. And, you uh, being on this radio show is in this podcast is pretty much a little bit ironic because this is pretty much what you produce, right? Right up your alley, isn't it? It is. It, I love storytelling. Listen, I got a finance degree. I had a car rental company in Louisiana. I didn't consider myself as a creative person. And I met uh, one of my business partners on the back of a houseboat fishing. And uh, he told me what he did. We brought a, a, wrote a business plan and uh, over about 18 or 19 months – and uh, open up our first uh, digital agency in uh, Colorado where we do advertising, marketing. Um, I mean, I've done some crazy shit. Uh, of course, living in Colorado, I ended up doing a lot of, of that good green stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and, uh, it Working got, with pines? Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> Pine uh, wood. What is that? Ergonomist? Is that what it is? <laughs> Is that, is, that, is that the terminology? And so I figured out that uh, oak trees don't survive up there because marijuana is better. And, uh, <laughs> Cut them down and start over. So uh, I started producing a lot of stuff uh, in the marijuana industry and uh, uh, fortunate enough to meet a lot, of, a lot of good guys, including Snoop Dogg, one of the hardest working men in the uh, industry, and uh, eventually graduated to film. Uh, so it's a, it's a crazy cool lifestyle, but I absolutely love uh, being back in the golf world. Yeah, one, two, baby. Three into the folk. Snoop Doggy Doggy Dr. Dre is at the dope. Better to make an interest on the back on the So good. Listen, I'm 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 lucky to be uh sitting where I am and uh give another shout out to Clint over at OBC uh to introduce us to My motherfucking uh, man. This stud hosting this uh incredible party and uh it's cool to sit with you guys. I I love it and uh 
and I'm I'm interested to see what you guys do on this next test. All right, number two, taste test, blind taste right. test, number two. Let's hear it. Who's first? I'll be wrong first. I will be failing this one again. <laughs> it's so hard. That's one you don't understand how lucky I got on the first three. You have no idea. And to, and to be fair, and to be fair, we've been drinking a little bit, right? We're have we? we're about nine ounces in, ten ounces. Did in. we start? I don't even know. Six, we were here. It feels like six hours. It was yeah. It's, it's been a little. Time is it? So four and a half hours. I've been here four and a half. It's four, and fine. four and a half. Yeah, hey, fine. this is what you got to do when you got to create shit. And that's what Journey Rangers is about. It's about the hang. It's about the mushrooms. Experience. It's about bourbons. It's about <laughs> food. It's about living life. A hundred percent. And whiskey dick. How much fun? And is whiskey dick. Oh my god, whiskey dick. All right. So how much fun is fun? I was before we even started this this recording session. Um, they had a, a blind sample out for me. It was the the wild turkey, wasn't it? Okay, I'm glad it was that and not nothing else because there's a handle of it. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm kind of still getting used to the podcast and how it's set up. I got this new mic stand. It's a little lower than I expected. And the wire is hanging down a little lower than I expected. I knew the arm would clear it when I pulled the mic to myself. But when I did that whiskey. Let's be clear. We have a beautiful six-foot circle table and this beautiful arm that's extending and it can move in every direction, but it's about (laughs) a foot over the table toward his direction, but there's a wire that is hanging a little bit lower than it should be, and it hit his glass. It's about seven inches high, and And we all know what seven inches looks like. (laughs) Regular inches or or dick inches? Most of us knows what seven (laughs) dick inches look like. And this glass is about six or six and a half half inches tall. Yeah, yeah. And this wire is a little bit. This glass looks 12 inches tall. (laughs) (laughs) And this motherfucker hit it. And I hit it and it went into my my lap. And on my belly in my lap. And I got a nice way to put it. It's right into your sack. Right right onto my cock. Right into your khaki. Right right onto my whiskey uh, dick. Cock smoker. <laughs> All right. Shout so out to Cox's uh, Cox's <laughs> Cox's Smokers Friendly in Louisville. Cox's Smokers, Cox's, absolutely Cox's one smoker. of the top five whiskeys I've had tonight. It's That's really wonderful. Really, really good. Yeah, shit. they had Thank a you. Whistle Pig a single barrel selection. Thank you for sending Smokers some to my friendly. house. I can't wait. Fifty four oh three Pine Whiskey. Kidding. Love you guys. Great, great whiskey. Ooh, All right. Incredible. So I'll be the wrong. Uh, All right, wrong here we go. We got first. another blind test number two. Number two. Motherfucking Kenny Mills. Kenny motherfucking Mills and Masa. I'll start out. Rich Masa. We'll start out. Rich, complex, spicy, tart citrus, gray clay, concrete sweet, jaw faucet. Concrete sweet. So you know sometimes when what you. What does that mean? Like, um, I know concrete. Like a like a concrete sweetness, a me, like a like a volcanic sweet, like a, a a rock sweet. You ever been around when concrete was being laid? I've never yeah. I've never eaten. Yes. I've yeah. been laid. I've been around concrete. I've never been around concrete laid. <laughs> so when no, they, I know when, what they're, you mean. when they're pouring concrete, there's, there's, smell there's a that? certain sweetness. Smell to that that moisture content in Damn. with that with that grinded. Like, I think he opens the thesaurus and just picks out random <laughs> words on his page and just puts Damn. them together. Your nose uh, seems. That's to what I think. Your nose is your nose is hard. Pods. Anybody that's laying concrete, pouring concrete, would, would there's a little. I've a never little, laid concrete. I've laid pipe, but I've not laid. There's concrete. a dry sweetness <laughs> to it. That that's that's interesting. even when even when you're like powder sweetness, destructing. like a limestone. Lim well, it's not sweetness. it's not powder when you when you lay it right. I mean when you when you're pouring. Well, concrete. When I lay, I don't powder either. <laughs> you can't. 
<laughs> if you do, you're going to drive Shout it? Shout out to the whiskey dicks. <laughs> <laughs> when you golf, you better powder. <laughs> wow. Well said. Well Very said. Good. Got All burned right. up last week. No powder. <laughs> Walking a little bow-legged. <laughs> yes, I was. So on the on the palate, I got uh, tart-rich citrus, spice complexities, front-heavy, nice. boozy tart. Um, and on the Shout finish, out to Boudreaux's a... butt paste out of Louisiana. Boudreaux's, Boudreaux's come on, Louisiana. Paste. Well said, Christopher Shout Chesson. Out to him. Boudreaux's butt paste. Best is that butt a th- paste a thing, in the world. Best butt paste in the world. Hundred percent. There's nobody. Nobody can even close. Man, I mean, I'm I, here I, for it. I live on the tour, and every single day in the summer, somebody's getting freaking. Yeah, we're getting friction. wounded. Yeah. Like if you can imagine going to war and you have sandpaper on your ass cheeks. That's what happens. Damn. It gets so bad. Sandpaper on one side of your ass. Can you imagine? No, both sides. Both. Well, imagine both sides of your sandpaper. cheeks rubbing against each other, sandpaper style, and they're going, Damn. "Hey, fuck you! I'm gonna fucking rip you apart." So, and then you bleed, like I've been bleeding before. Damn. Yeah. Boudreaux's butt paste, Louisiana. That's the way to go. How's it affect your stroke? Oh, you can't even walk. You you're over a stroke about four four feet out. You're going, that's us left lip. God dang. The <laughs> left edge is fucking hurting. I'm, I can feel my heart beat my left cheek. What, I'm what hurting. A, would, it help if, would it help if the uh, umbrella was in the bag? <laughs> part of the bag. Part of the, part of the bag. Boudreaux's butt paste is part, part of, the, of bag the bag. Part of the bag, baby. <laughs> nice work. Nice work. I will say Boudreaux's butt paste, butt paste needs to be part of the bag from now on the PGA Tour. Boudreaux, if you need to reach out to us for sponsorship, uh, we're happy to entertain all uh, sponsors. PGA Tour needs to be absolute partners with Boudreaux's butt paste. Absolute best stuff. You know, on the Boudreaux's market. butt paste sounds palatable. I think we could drink it. Ten years ago, twenty years ago, a little ten years, you would be scotch. made fun of. Now look at us, all butt mungers. Give me a little, yeah. Hundred percent. Give me a little ten-year Russells. I'm good. Get out of there. No. Why would I? I got Boudreaux's butt paste. Mm. Well said. That's I love the that. Ad. That's the ad. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yep. Almost as good as what I'm just tasting right now. Speaking of that, all right. My last guess. <laughs> my oh last guess is a ten to twelve-year MGP Smooth Ambler Old Scout. That's really it's going to be lower on the on the proof point. I'm going to say 107 to 105. I'm going to give myself two proof point points. But I think it's a lower smooth ambler old scout MGP. No way Kenny Mills can beat you because I think you're dead on. I wish you could hear the swooshing sound. Kenny Mills, no chance mm. you can beat that. I think yeah, he's spot on. I actually don't even know what this is, but I think you're spot on. And I have <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. I have no idea what that means. Mm. So... Kenny Mills. Kenny Mills, y'all. Motherfucking Kenny Mills. Oh, Kenny so, motherfucking Mills. Um, if you look at the color and you take the sweetness, I was also going to go with MGP. Um, I'm not as confident as Mossack to say Smooth Ambler. Come on, Mossack. But I was kind of torn uh, on this between, it's going to sound weird, I was torn between a Russell's pick. I was torn between a Russell's pick and just a traditional MGP. So that's what I'm torn between. That's fucking hilarious because he's grabbing Russell's pick right now. (laughs) Mind games are being played in the studio. (coughs) Down the wrong pipe. 
Oof. So Kenny Mills. One second. Going either MGP or Russell's. That's an interesting contract con- contrasting of flavors. But that doesn't surprise me in but I'm any gonna way. Say, <clears throat> because I'm going eight to ten year. I'm 110. I went down the wrong pipe on that very la- on the second to last drink. It's all right. Um, Whiskey makes me emotional. I don't get the creaminess of some nice Russell's picks, but I am kind of torn between. I really am torn between a Russell's pick and a, like a 21 percent rye, like you said, MGP. Okay. But I'm, I'm gonna say eight to ten years old, 110 proof. Eight to ten years old, 110, 110 proof. proof. Yep. Chris Jesson, pull it out. Louisiana, let's go. He's reaching over right now of the 185 bottles behind him to 1792. Is, is this it for real? That's it for real? We got crushed again by 1792 <laughs> foolproof. I think they went 0 for 2. Guys. Yes, we did. Holy <clears throat> shit. 1792 foolproof. So what does that mean? Are you guys completely bombed or what? Yeah, we bombed that. Yeah, bombed it, bro. Yeah, there's no, there's no uh, not bombing that. We got the age right. Can I get a little bit? Can I get a little bit? Of course, of course. We got the age right. That is it. That's good. Nothing but the age. Woo! So I was a little high on the age. A lot of no. I got the age right then. I was a little. I said ten to twelve. So I think we go one more blind taste. One more blind taste on podcast. So fucking shit. Now here's y'all blew it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm gonna give y'all. No, that's is that a pick? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh yeah, baby. All right, so I'm, I'm deep sea selection, 2022. So, barrel not sure number. if Chris Squared here understands about picks. So picks, you'll have like off-profile crap, totally, like literally. So if you go to the store and you just buy a regular 1792 sitting there, you can kind of taste a little banana, a little Bartony kind of taste. On you that. like banana, don't you? Um, I like a long, thick banana. <laughs> but like uh, peeling I have a, I'm looking at you right now. I'm inch. thinking you'd like banana. But so a lot of these, though, is it his head? are off profile. Is that why? It's, it's is, the size of his mouth. A lot of these are <laughs> off profile. And um, like they don't taste like the traditional ones you'd buy at the store because they are single so barrel this picks. Is, a, is this a limited edition? This yeah, is these are the all individual only, store picks. The only expression so you'll ever That's what's ever, hard, right? Ever See, taste. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what's hard for y'all. And right? that's why I said it's crazy hard for what yeah. this right. is because it's, it's wine's the same way. It's same like as that one. Yes, it, Chris. It's, it's the same, same distillate. It's the same but it expression. Tastes nothing like it's it. A, it's a sing- okay. Well, so single barrel expressions are different, right? Okay. That's the only thing. I'm going to pick out the third, these. the third blind for y'all. This is going to be the last because we got to go, and we got to go make money and win life, and just we're going to go to dinner and we got to eat, and you know. I actually got to check into rehab uh, (laughs) tomorrow, uh, 10 a.m. We have to go get a – I might have to go for the first time and get me a coin, but I'm going to pick out something. I'm going to call it out right now. I'm going to get something very easy, and I'm just going to test your mature drunk palate right now. Not that anybody's drunk, but everybody's had a little sip, and your palate gets tired. So I'm going to pick out something – that I feel like you both should get. Not saying that I'm going to give you the same thing. So give me one minute. Let's come back. Let's finish this strong. And let's continue this series in the next few years. Excellent. Let's go. Music, Michael Jackson. Actually, the guess Or who? better. 
All right, y'all go. So now hopefully you understand what I'm saying, like where I got lucky on the first three, because this is so freaking hard. It's just, it's, it's, it's luck. I, and I would understand your skepticism uh, coming, coming, like being an outsider between, between what we've tasted today. But you uh, saw myself uh, on, on air, I promise you, we did not communicate. Versus what he, he selected earlier. I mean, off air. It's, it, it's, it's a completely different um, <clears throat> um, contrasting way of. <laughs> Of doing, you kind of putting them on the spot a little bit, but then again, you know that's what pressure's about, though. Yeah, hundred percent. And when you when you're a pro like motherfucking Kenny Mills or Kenny motherfucking Mills, that's it, baby. You have to be on point all the time, and you have to be when somebody asks you for your autograph, fucking be ready. So I'm asking for your autograph, fucking Kenny motherfucking Mills. Thousand percent. Kenny Mills walked into the room, and I checked their phones. I check their messages. I'm not sure about their secret handshakes, but he did get little, three of three. It was amazing. Little little wet handshake, but it, it's I agree. <laughs> so 
The only thing that you guys can pull from is you know it's from this room and from the listeners out there. I'm going to guess here there is probably three to 400 different bourbons here, maybe more. And there's little concoctions of bottles on here on this table that nobody knows about. And there's some secret bottles that nobody will ever see. So good luck to you guys. This is really hard. I think you should get this one. Trying to give you an easy one. It's uh, it's called Crown Royal, but let me see what you can do. <laughs> All right. So a, l- a little bit about uh, we're gonna have to take the take the silence away a little bit. Uh, but tell me a little a little bit about your you, the Chris Squared, right? Where the Chris Squared come from? How how did you guys link up? I said Chris Squared. You can he can he say? Chris Square. Oh, you do too? <laughs> Kenny All Powers right. and, Ken, right. and Kenny Mills, same guy. That's right. So tell me a little bit about the story that, uh, that brought Stroud. you two together. How, how did Team Stroud come about? I'll let Chris. Your turn. <clears throat> Chris and I grew up on the same street before either one of us ever played golf. Um, I probably considered myself – a really good golfer. I stepped on the tee. Uh, I was not going to lose. And eventually that, that led to college golf. Where did that come from? Where did that I'm not going to lose mentality come from? It's just a competition thing. Like I, I don't, No, 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 no. An eight-year-old doesn't have that. Where did that come from? Man, that's a great question. I, again, it's a competition thing to me. I wanted to... No matter what, I wanted to beat you. Who taught you that, or did you have that from God, or what is that? Uh, my mom built a uh, house on a golf course, and at that time I played every other sport. And so I grew up with some really good golfers. I, I went out there at seven, eight years old and started playing. Um, and I had a really good group of guys. I mean, I grew up with old men who drank beer and played golf at a competitive level. And, you know, competition, even at the youngest form, uh, I wanted to win. And that grew. I quit every other sport uh, and and just started playing golf strictly. Uh, I got to a, a really high level and loved it. I knew Chris, uh, the other Chris, Chris Stroud, before, and uh, he was, you know, a few years younger, but just hanging around and playing golf tournaments. Uh, and it wasn't. This is the the separation thing, and this is going to come come across a little cocky, but uh, I never even pictured him as a a threat or for his age group, which is weird. Um, where I thought that I was going to, when I stepped on the tee, I, I wanted to beat and I wanted to go to the next level. Fast forward uh, many years and into college, I, I ended up giving up uh, my scholarship because I didn't want to, um, it became a job to me. There wasn't any fun in the sport, whereas Stroud um, ended up becoming, he, he got to the next level. And uh, he was r- roommates with one of my best friends in high school. And the stories that I've heard, some repeatable, some not, were, you know, he was obsessed with that game. And, and golf is a lot of mental. And if you don't have it mentally and you're not there, 
mentally than the physical. Golf is not mental at all. It's yeah. just only 99 yeah, yeah, yeah. or 98 percent. Then <laughs> if, you're, if you're not there mentally, you're not going to execute physically, period. And uh, when I quit, um, and, and everything worked out for the best. I did, that. I did that last week. It's okay. You can quit every time. <laughs> <laughs> I quit and all the time. It's just it's 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 really cool, and I've run into him in in my world. And film production uh, keeps me going to different places. And I've run into him at Riviera. I've seen him at the Waste Management in, in Scottsdale, and we'd talk. And and um, when it's I was a super easy sport, everybody should try it. Yeah, super easy. I would be with uh, friends of ours, and we'd send messages. But ran into each other in Mexico, and. Um, you know, we had no idea how mu- how similar we were. So speaking of Mexico, what are you doing there now? Uh, cocaine and fucking <laughs> weed. <laughs> I work I'll for the cartel. In, no. <laughs> Listen, the first question is: Is Mexico safe? It's the safest place I've ever lived. Uh, wow! But safer uh, than the U.S. Hundred uh, percent. We have a dog shelter. Have uh, <clears throat> that's one. Right now, we have about a hundred and fifteen, hundred and twenty dogs. We've had up to 160. We've had um, the type of dogs that you don't want to see, the abusive or the neglected or the starving. And, um, man, I've, I've made my life in Mexico, and I loved it. And I loved it even more when I reconnected with Stroud. And um, I just threw it out there because my job is so erratic and sparse. I, I travel anywhere, and I said, you ever need a caddy? Let me know. And now – I'm back into golf like I was 12 years old again. That's so like, rad. It's, it's just it's it's really fun. That's really cool. I love to hear that story, man. Like not necessarily the comeback, but like the reconnection, right? I mean, y'all are vibing on a whole different level all all, all across the nation. We're literally the same person. It's it's kind of silly how that works out. We've and I've heard you got you guys describe yourselves as best friends. I mean, that's so cool to have your caddy. Be he's darker. He's better looking than me. He's shorter. <laughs> he probably has a bigger not on the driver knob than I do. <laughs> you know, just because I'm six two doesn't mean I have a twelve inch cock. But I mean, seven inches is all I got. Hey, I think people have an unrealistic idea of what they want as far as wiener size. And if we're if we're if we're talking if seven inches, if seven is small or big, I don't know what it is, but that's all I got. Get the right. fuck out of here. You know it's big, bitch. Is that what it is? Stop it. Is seven big? Seven's large. Okay, so he's beat wow. me in multiple categories. Not <laughs> only <laughs> this guy, is, he's got the Beaumont double going on. <laughs> we, have a great, we have a great friend of ours. We have a great friend of ours. He's the greatest fucking liar you've ever hey, met Doug. in your life. This motherfucker can lie in any fucking circumstance. And then the motherfucker, we call the Beaumont double. Whatever he says... If he's been with seven women, he's been with three and a half. Ooh. The Beaumont double. Beaumont double. So sp- <laughs> if he made 3000 last night at the craps table, he made 1500 Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. So to be fair to penis sizes all around the nation, I feel like it I feel like this should be this should be discussed. You want me to pull it out? <laughs> Let's just pull them all out. Yeah. yeah. Nice- I'm out. I'm out. my uber's here my uber's here (laughs) (laughs) no i'm just kidding all right so everybody wants to be hung like a horse you just did that chris 
I don't think it's fair to say as a human that you should be hung like a horse. Not because it's exponentially larger than you would assume, but because... From the men I've been with. <laughs> tell me about because your first caddy. I'm going to get jealous. <laughs> these, men, these men tell me that girth is more important than length. So they don't want eight inches. They want... Eight they inches want, uh, around. Eight inches on four inches. They want a tuna can. A tuna can. I heard a great joke. You ever had a tuna can go in your ass? That's what they want. <laughs> Horses aren't hung like Chuck Norris. <laughs> 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 All right. So if you were to take weight, just weight per capita, average male penis size is five and a half inches. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> on an average human frame average male grown human frame being 200 pounds the average penis uh, penis size of a horse being what 12 14 16 18 inches you tell me what's their weight 1500 pounds 12 to 1500 pounds what's the math on that not favorable on the horses so we're doing good (laughs) as humans if you have an average male penis Weight per capita, you're hung like a horse. Ladies, here's my number. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> how good Chris. Chris says he hates his voice. I think he has. I think incredible it's so voice. sultry, sexy. sexy. No, 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 Chris, no. I love you. I'd fuck you. <laughs> Listen to we go a little kunas. I oh, can tell you that we. I'm pregnant listen. already. I'm pregnant. <laughs> Let's get the crawfish out. We do whatever we need to do, bro. <laughs> Give me some boudin and a reach round, and you got yourself a boyfriend. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> Chris picks up the men like you can't believe. Oh, my God. He's, he's Ladies, strong. again, my number is. <laughs> he's strong. All right. Kenny motherfucking Mills. We got a blind going here on go. here, boys. All right. I'll be wrong first. I'm always wrong first. All right, so the golden hue. This pour here was really remarkable. It was really fruity. It's really delicate. I think this is a nuanced flavor profile here for me. I got on the nose fruit four, dry, sweet, tart, citrus, creamy, dried peaches. I will give that a peach forward um, um, nose on that. The palate for me is clean, palatable, crisp, fruited, earthy flavor, and complex. The complexity of this uh, really, really gave me a, a, a later in the maturation. Um, so I'm going to say it's a 115 to 124 roses. OESF, a little minty uh, on the top end there. Nine to 11 year. Kenny Mills, what do you got? Man, um, I did not get four roses on that. But also don't do the F recipe, you know me. I'm wrong more than you, so that is not surprising. Kenny, how deep is your fucking voice? <laughs> Do you have your own fucking podcast? As shiny only... as his head. Mm. So, do you have your OnlyFans page? <laughs> I'm subscribed. Can it's I watch your my... www. Just found out tonight. I'm hung like a horse. <laughs> com. So it's like three inches, bro. You're still leaving me packed. Hey. <laughs> Apparently, three inches. Grower, not a shower. <laughs> um. Oh my God. When you get in an ice bath, how big is your cock right now? It is inverted in an ice bath. 
<laughs> Do you go turtle style? You pull it in. Uh, Mike, more Michelangelo or Donatello? We do have pizza. <laughs> Donatello always. Man. I love Donatello. Did you really get four roses on this, bro? Give me the stuff. 100%. Gosh, dang. You know Donatello and the fucking arcade. Also, I've been fucking drinking, Kenny. That's what. I get sweet. I get like. Are you talking about sex or you talking about bourbon? Bourbon. Bourbon. It's like Target. It's your, a bourbon. Your, your wife loves when you talk like this. It's a bourbon. My wife hates You're me. Super dude. bourbon. My wife hates me. I drive her freaking Shannon crazy. Shannon has some motherfucking taste. I drive her so freaking you. crazy. His, which which wife are we talking about? Wife number one. The Shannon Mills. Yeah, she's she's got a great palate. The is that what you call motherfucking it? Shannon Mills? She has a great palate. Is that what you call it? No, she has a great palate. Oh, you're talking about the Let palate. me tell you about yeah, Shannon yeah, Mills' yeah, yeah. palate. Without a doubt. She can like, tell if I've eaten something spicy or if I've eaten something sweet. From your I, asshole or what? <laughs> from my soup she tasted that shit? sperm. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that two days later or what's going on? <laughs> is that asparagus, sweetheart? <laughs> that fucking tastes sour. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. I don't know if you can air this or not. Shout out to Shannon. Thank you. Thank you. Nice work. Nice work. Shannon Mills. Come on, Shannon. Come on. Shannon motherfucking Mills. Shannon motherfucking Mills. She got them tasty notes, let me tell you. Come on. Tasty girl. She got them she got them tasty notes. Go girl. Shannon, my number is We've been looking for a sugar daddy, bro. Uh, so let's see the uh, bank account. We'll see how that goes. Nice work, Shannon. <laughs> Come on, girl. That's right. That's it. Yes, man. Let's go. Shannon motherfucking Mills. Let me tell you So fucking good. Nice work. Just like Jodeci would describe making love, Shannon Mills describes whiskey probably better than anybody I know, honestly. Brutally honest. A hundred percent. Yeah, she's good. She she fucking hates certain products, and she'll tell you about it. And she's consistent with it. Like, you can blind her on it. The the, the worst. Does she do that with your sex game? Or just with taste test? Ooh. A sex game, though, is on point, so I'm pretty good. Kenny Mills seems like a palatable lay. (laughs) Mr. Mills has skills. I'm going to leave it at that. (laughs) All right. All right. Kenny motherfucking Mills, where you at, baby? I am. I do not get four roses. Um, This is sweet to me, and it is not as fruity as like a four roses. Like, um... But I'm sweet. I am lower proof. Um, what'd you say your proof point was? Because I'm like I'm like a hundred, hundred and five. Yeah, I said one fifteen, one twenty. I may be incorrect. One fifteen. I'm at I'm at I'm at one hundred five. Man, it's 
Like, this is so sweet at first. I thought like a buffalo trace, like, but like 90 proof, but then I tasted it again, but it's got way too much flavor for a buffalo trace. Okay. So I'm going to go, I'm going to just, gosh, I hate to, I mean, I hate to be generic. I'm going to go MGP 105 proof, the lower rye, man. It's not real spicy at all. It's just, uh, I guess sweet. I'm going to guess, oh, goodness. Um, I'm going to guess uh, probably seven. Let me think here. I'm going to guess probably a seven to nine-year-old again. It just, it's sweet. It doesn't, I don't get much ethanol pop. Like it's like super young, but it's mm-hmm. not, I'm going to guess 105 proof. Um, I guess 105 proof, seven to nine-year-old MGP. Man. 107. Nine year, one hundred five, seven to nine year MGP, one hundred five, seven to nine year MGP. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, at first I was like Buffalo Trace because it's so sweet and light, and I thought I was thinking like ninety to hundred proof, but it's got way too much flavor for Buffalo Trace. So I'm okay. trying to think if I ought to go Buffalo, <sighs> dude. It is, um, gosh dang it, dude. Um, I don't know, man. All I'm, right. Uh, what is it? What do we got? Is this one? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. He brought out Snowmageddon BT Snowmageddon pick. Oh. Whoa! Contradiction rye from Smooth Ambler. So Ooh. you remember you remember the the, the the whiskey that I was telling you about earlier, right? About it being a rye mash bill and a weeded mash bill. This is the same kind of uh, mash bill that they, or, or or blend that or marriage that they brought together. Is 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 similar as a contradiction. So they're they're, they're playing on um, um, a maturated MGP product with their own product, and they're blending those together to make this this beautiful spirit come together. And I'm not disappointed to it. To, you know, it's an, it's a non-age stated uh, uh, product, but this is batch number sixty, bottled by Jamie Smooth Ambler Contradiction Rye. Blend. So it's a, what's the proof? More than likely a barely legal 105. What did I say? You said 105. My law said 105. Right. <laughs> and I got incorrect 105. 105 uh, in the house. But not disappointed to think that uh, that I guess OESF in, uh, in 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 this blinding. Uh, this is not a bad, not a bad. At least I went. I said E. No, it's it you said have, F. It should have been a B. You said F. I said O E S F. Oh, I got gotcha. you. O B S F. But no. Yeah. Um, I believe that may be a barely legal, but that's not uh, that's not taken away from 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 what I got. Can but, I see the uh, bottle? Absolutely. Yep. Oh, let's see. If only we had a lazy Susan. Listen, you guys are. This is incredible. Um, I love a barely legal whiskey. <laughs> and uh, to see to see you guys get so close but not be able to finish, um, you know, when you can't finish, when you're, you when you start, you, you disappoint us all. <laughs> That's right, baby. But this is uh, this is a blend of MGP with some of their own distillate and some dickel. That's correct. So I did say MG, I did say MGP 105 proof, and I got MGP 105 proof on this. Hold on, yes gonna, you did, gonna, yes I'm you did. Come you in fucking here. got correct, baby. I'm gonna interject. I did. What in the freaking world does dickel mean? Dickel is it is is a distillery, a distillery in, Tennessee. in Tennessee. 
Oh, oh, I've had that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, you've had. This is what happens when you drink it too much. You've had both types <laughs> of dickle. He's also had too much whiskey. I got, I got a little sexual there. I'm sorry, guys. <gasps> Who's uh, the dickle now? Yeah, I'm the fucking pickle dickle. <laughs> I'm just but hey, that's man. a non-bourbon drinker. But now I'm a, I'm a dickle drinker. Boom. But Ain't nothing I'm, wrong with a good dick. I apologize to all the bourbon drinkers. They're super hardcore. Listen to these fucking hardcore bourbon drinkers. And I'm sorry for being such a pansy, little G-string, little nobody. I don't know what you're talking about. You've been fucking wonderful here. Yeah, I'm dude. trying. I'm trying. Oh, y'all but awesome. Dickel, I, I kind of blew the I, I blew the pooch here. Dickel there's is only actually, a little bit. Of, no, 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 to be no, fair, because I, there's no only one a little likes bit Dickel, of that. Dude. Like Dickel only, is. Uh, Kenny. Hang on, bro. Be honest. Every, if you hear, no one likes Dickel up here at all whatsoever. I don't know what you're all right, talking all right, about. All right, all Only right. people down in Tennessee might like Dickel. I, need, I don't know what you're I need, talking about. I have, right. I'm a big fan of, of, of some Dickel. All right, here, here's all right, my, here's my right. amateur here's my amateur question to you, pros. Dickel um, sets a precedent for a law guy like me. When you say Dickel, I think sex. Yes. You don't. You think bourbon. So explain the difference. Between sex and bourbon? Yes. There is none. I so, love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I can last long. So, I have... Uh, <laughs> yes. Sorry about the dickle pickle. Yes. The more no. dickle you drink, the more dickle you give. You know I have I mean? had some dickle that I like. Mm? Is dickle, is dickle, hey, hey, no. But I've no, had more no dickle bull, I don't like than I no, do like. No bullshit. Hey, listen, I've had dickle a lot. I haven't had dick a lot ever. <laughs> but, <clears throat> hey, let's get a shout out to dickle. Shout dickle is a dickle. really nice, a really nice brand that I know. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an amateur, right? So let's give a shout out to dickle. I've let's, had some dickle I like. Yeah, we like Dickel. We've all had Dickel we liked. Yes, we all have Dickel we like. Dickel hits the spot. It hits the fucking prime time. Has anybody ever hit the spot when you need Quite like Dickel. To end the show, Stroud's going to do the six cracker challenge. Eat six crackers in under 60 seconds. Can he do about two? (laughs) Or he can take one Dickel. I'm just... I'm just trying to get off the dick talk. <laughs> These guys in here. I mean, if right. you if you're a bourbon guy and you've had a lot of dickle, put back that Jodeci on. <laughs> <laughs> if you've had a lot of dickle in your life, let me tell you something. This is the greatest podcast bourbon there is, and I can tell you right now, a dickle is the best pickle I might have ever had. Come and talk to me I really want to meet you, girl I really want to know your name Thank you for joining us on the Journey Drinkers Until next time, it's your boy Masak Tongro with Candy Motherfucking Mills And some PGA fucking icons here I'll see you next time Love you guys, thank you
is a very long 